0: Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sap. Welcome to Fightful. It is March 1st, 2023. We have AEW Dynamite to talk about we got AEW Revolution coming up to talk about. Of course, some backstage news as reported on FightfulSelect.com. Best $5 in the business, but we'll tell you about all that later. Make sure you leave a thumbs up on this video. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. I'll tell you about the benefits of those in a bit. we got Alex Pawlowski here. He will be doing not only a Rampage Watch Along and Sour Grab Smackdown review on Friday on FightfulSelect.com, he will be on uh, the, the post-show on FightfulSelect.com Sunday night. Alex, how you doing?
1: Uh, good. Um, Yeah, there was a, there's a lot of stuff that confuses me about this revolution show. A lot of stuff. Uh, but the stuff that doesn't confuse me has me salivating. So, you know, ha- half and half, you know, ish. <laughs> well, we're,
0: we're going to start this off. By the way, guys, I, I just want to... Go ahead and get the the program plugs out of the way because there is an insane amount. I don't know if anybody is going to have more AEW coverage than us this week. Starting today, we have this post show right here. Mm-hmm. Thursday, we have Day After Dynamite with Will Washington. Of course, a great show. Later on that evening, Kate and Reg are going to try out an ROH post show. Uh, now we're, we're risking messing up what little algorithm power we have by running four streams in one day, but to hell with it. You guys want it. We're bringing you an ROH post show. Friday, we're dropping an interview with Grapsity and Keith Lee, a fantastic interview I've been able to get a look at. You're going to get early notes from those on FightfulSelect.com. Later on that evening, there's going to be the Rampage review here on Fightful, but over on Fightful Select, there will, of course, be the Sour Graps watch along of that. Saturday morning, a Ruby Soho interview with Grapsity. Of course, Grapsody is going to be talking right after that about that show. On Sunday, there is a Fightful Select preview show for uh, AEW Revolution. We are going to have a Revolution post show. Alex will also have a Revolution post show here on Fightful Select. Uh, There's a betting show on Overbooked as well. Just an insane slate of content for you guys. Fightful and FightfulSelect.com. Of course, FightfulSelect.com, just 5 bucks a month. You get like 30 monthly shows, uh, news two times a day, early access to uh, a lot of our news bits, producer info, rundowns for certain shows. It's a hoot. It's a busy weekend, Alex.
1: It is. Uh, It's a busy weekend for all of us, uh, especially considering uh, Revolution. Uh, Appears to have the same type of card that it normally does, but also a 60-minute Iron Man match as a main event. Indeed. So I'm thinking that we might get done with our post shows somewhere in the neighborhood of 5 a.m. Eastern. You know,
0: Buddy, I got Julie Cutler on mine, so I'm going to go full Alex length. Me and her,
1: <laughs> we chatted
0: up for hours. I remember before, Double or Nothing, I was like, all right, Julie, mm-hmm. I want us to keep it to 90 minutes. Yeah, and sure. then she saw that I was killing time. Uh-huh. She was like, what, what's going on here? And then uh-huh. when brawl out happened, she's like, oh, yeah. we're doing this again, are we? Yeah, yeah. I want to yep. start off with a couple of super chats and humper chats that I missed earlier on List and ya Boy. Again, FightfulSelect.com, if you missed the list, goes on. I covered the thing that everybody's been talking about today, Brock Lesnar's WrestleMania plans, how he said straight up no to Bray, um, and the five options that they went through before they landed on this. But we did answer this over there on select, but I want to answer this now. Big J said, whatever happened to Shima and OWE with AEW was the pandemic or something else? It was the pandemic. The entire company doesn't operate. They stopped running in China by the time AEW had started. So a lot of those inroads that AEW wanted to make with the Chinese market that a lot of wrestling companies have yet to make, they weren't able to make. And now they've got such an inflated roster that they no offense to him or the strong hearts they don't necessarily need need them meet Normis says we should strap up sting and Darby if FTR are out well that didn't happen either I would have liked either one of those options but we'll talk about that battle royal later but I want to shout out our friend trade cash I personally emailed him to thank him for the generous donations he's made just he's made an incredible amount of them he says, Hey, Sean, Pug's been very active on social media lately. Mark Henry's positive words about him, Dan Housen's tweet, even the IG story with uh, FTR where he's wearing an AEW hoodie. Are we closer to him coming back? Thank you for the email, you and rock. Well, I appreciate you, and I appreciate everybody that spends their hard-earned money to invest in us, whether it is here on the show or on Select. It is very important to me that you guys do that, so thank you all very much. I think that as the days go by, Punk is realizing a little bit more, I don't want to say his mortality, but maybe the mortality of the situation, right? Like maybe he's looking at this and saying, mm, you know, perhaps that could have been handled a little bit differently, maybe a little bit better, but I don't know if he's the type of guy to say, sorry, Alex. Mm-hmm. What are your yeah, thoughts? I
1: think, I, I think that might be the sticking point. I think, I think he might uh, actually acknowledge to himself, yeah, perhaps I made some errors there, um, but I don't think he'd be willing to acknowledge it to anyone else because he just seems Blair. like that kind of guy. And I think, like, without acknowledging it to everyone else, it, not just privately, like, taking the EVPs in room and going, like, yeah, I'm, that my bad. Um, yeah. but also like to the locker room and making amends directly to a lot of people who, who say, thank God, this guy's gone. He made our lives a living hell while he was here. I think without um, apologizing, making amends, all that kind of stuff. I don't think that there's a way to like write the ship in a way that wouldn't, I feel from what, from the stuff I have read and heard drastically affect morale were to be brought back, you know, just, you know, to do some business like it would, it would do great business, but it also might irrevocably damage some relationships between talent there and the higher ups because their morale has been sacrificed for that business. And a lot of people would be like, you know what? It's fine. I get a cut of that too, because our gates will be better, but we'll see. We'll see how that turns out
0: yeah um so also uh we've got rob wilkins saying coexisting with rob and maggie will be doing a prediction show on friday at 3 p.m eastern on fightful overbooked Uh, yeah and and the thing that that i constantly hear is how how that it would affect morale and the the people that it would be affected uh, that, that would be affected directly because of it um if he came back would you be surprised
1: I would I would have to see what they have in store. Because if if the if the thing that they have in store is a is somehow FTR is hanging out, not coming back for this, but they are hanging out, coming back to do a punk and FTR versus the elite feud, which would be a huge moneymaker for the company. Would I be surprised that somebody said, you know what, actually, that's going to make us a trillion dollars. Let's let's do that. No, I wouldn't be surprised. But would I be surprised if if he came back and then just like slotted in into like something near the main event, did a singles feud here and there, and they never really addressed all the problems? Yes, because that would mean that they had like chosen to just bring Punk back, but not really capitalize on it at the expense of everybody else in in the locker room.
0: Well, we kicked off AEW Dynamite tonight with Orange Cassidy against Big Bill. They got some time. Uh, G Breezy says, wouldn't hurt Cassidy if Big Bill won, in my opinion. Well, I specifically think so, that that wouldn't have hurt with Cassidy being in the tag title match by the end of the night. Still, I thought Big Bill looked very good, very protected, all things considered. I mean, this is the type of match, honestly, that if I'm Triple H, I look at this match and I'm like, probably should have reached out, probably should have yeah. made this work. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah. Orange Cassidy gets the win. I love the the super Superman punch to finish it off because obviously mm-hmm. he ain't doing Beach Break or Beach Bash yep. or whatever the hell yep. the, name, the right. name of his move is uh, to, to Big Bill. I even like the integrations of Danhausen and Stokely to add some humor into this, but yeah. Big Bill is looking great yeah. in this spot. He is he is what they had originally touted him as in WWE years ago, and then mm-hmm. more. The physique's better, the work is better, the mm-hmm. physical charisma is better, Alex. He's put it all together here. It's just he's on he's in a place in the card where I I fear he might be on a
1: treadmill after this. Right, I don't know what his ceiling is. Is what I'm talking is 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 I think that I'm the, the same thing with what well, you're saying. Hopefully,
0: like, it's hopefully it's over seven feet high. Right. Those ceilings, you, Alex. Well, you
1: you you can't teach that. So, yeah. um, uh, I think he is now where I thought he would be by now when he was doing the big cast stuff. I was like, this guy, if he puts in the work, and 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 has a good head on his shoulders. Which he didn't do either of those things, which is why he left, uh, why he yes. was ex- exiled and gone out. Like, um, I think I thought he could he could get to this spot where he would be a major, like big man threat in the upper mid card uh, of of WWE for 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 a long time, um, and uh, and now after doing really great, like rehabbing his whole thing in Impact for all that time and now coming here like stokely is the perfect dude He's to great. have as his is as, as his manager it's a perfect dude for it um i i i believe there's a uh all atlantic title run for big casts yeah. like that that kind of a thing where where he where he like he literally only faces dudes half his size because those are the only matches stokely will agree to yes. and then you have one of those guys actually somehow beat him but he could have like a four or five month reign just beating up on little dudes and then one of those dudes somehow beats him because and that action. Dude,
0: andretti could have like a good spot like that that kind what, like, of
1: a thing like yeah. that would be really cool i think there's a really co- fun and ingenious way to book him i also think he is a hot tag machine if you yeah. want to you he could easily be one half of the aew tag champions one day I don't know with who it could be Moriarty, could be somebody else. Sure. But like he's 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 a you know what where there's a perfect guy to be opposite him is like a Daniel Garcia or some somebody like or a Sammy Guevara if he gets away from Jericho finally. <laughs> Sammy Guevara away from Jericho with Big Bill behind him. That's a, that's a tag team champion right there.
0: I would not have hated it at all if Big Bill won the title tonight. And then
1: sure.
0: Yeah. Yep. Jam Beard says Big Bill reminds me of how good Test was back in the day. Test as far as like raw potential and Mm -hmm. learning what he was like there were a lot of guys his size that didn't pick up the moves aspect of wrestling like they would they would focus almost too much on being a big man and they wouldn't pick up the fun aspects of being a big man with that athleticism and i Mm -hmm. thought that test before he got you know juiced to the absolute gills really really did a lot with that like there was a time when him and Shane McMahon put on a match where people went, "What? This yes. guy's had like 30 matches and Shane's had like 4." And they yep. they like had one of the more fun matches on that SummerSlam. Like uh, I and Test's theme. Yeah. Just I amazing.
1: Mean, how do you go wrong with Test, Test, this is a test? I mean, it, it tells yes. you everything you need to know right there.
0: Everything that you need to know. I can't believe they ever changed it. That was so yep. stupid. Yep. So stupid. Um and you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing big bill and like a test and Albert sort of team. Cause I didn't appreciate test and mm-hmm. Albert and Trish when yeah. I was younger. And now I'm like, damn that that was a sirloin beef sons of bitches team. I would have, mm, I would love that today. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, would, I would really adore that. Uh, the yeah. table spot in this opening match uh, was also very, very good. Yeah. Uh, John Moxley did not wrestle on this show. However, you will not be surprised to learn that John Moxley did bleed on this show
1: profusely well see in a pre tape segment he didn't it bleed still tonight counts. he, he it may have still bled counts. somewhere but he did not bleed in the arena tonight he bled last week but i'll, I'll allow it i'll allow it, it counts. a slight
0: it counts. wind caught him <laughs> on his way to this pre-tape a gust of wind came through and he just he just starts like a ketchup bottle um you also had the Hangman promo as well. He was leaking all over the steps. Meanwhile, I, I don't know where Hangman was. I was captivated by those deep eyes of his, yeah, Alex. Yeah, yeah. He, he, was, he was maintaining the yeah. eye contact there. Speaking, Ahead speaking of, Mox- of
1: deep eyes, somebody gouged out Moxley's right eye before that promo. That thing was yeah. just, just, just a mass of blood. Oh, my God.
0: Yes. Uh, what did you think about this? Because so much of this has been built on physicality and mm-hmm. the ramifications of physicality where we're talking right. about severe concussions and bleeding right. buckets. And yeah. now this, like they, they do that to build up to this very violent match that they are likely right. to have on Sunday oh, by yes. talking to one another in a pre-taped setting. I enjoyed the contrast. What did you think?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, Moxley is...
0: slash Fightful It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese that pillowy bun Yeah, you get it every time
0: and if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
1: Ba da Oh, she's so great uh, with these pre-taped. They, 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 and again, they're pre-taped, but you know, it was just it was one take, and he did it all off the top of his head, and he just said, "Hey, let me find an empty stairwell where my where my uh, where my wonderful." raspy baritone can echo off the walls in e- in eternity. And uh, also, I'm going to bleed all over the steps. I hope somebody is around with a wet nap, because I'm going to bleed all over these steps. Um, by the way, do you ever go to, like, IHOP, and, like, next to you on the table, there's, like, the fruity syrups? Like, yeah. it, was, it was... It didn't look like blood. It looked like IHOP boysenberry syrup just gushing out of his face. I I, I, I was captivated by 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 the by the words but i kept looking down at the steps and i loved it finally the camera panned down to the steps and was like then panned back up as to say hey mox are you okay because he just kept talking through the whole thing that was great and i loved the tenor of of hangman's like promo to respond to it like uh he he was also fired up but in a different way i think i think to me as great as I do believe the 60 minute Iron Man match will be, I think that there's a lot of stuff you have to do to like make an, an Iron Man match work. For that, there's stuff they're gonna build into it and things like that. The match will be really great, but there'll be a lot of stuff you have to do in a match like that. For me, I anticipate this Texas Death Match being my jam of the evening on Sunday.
0: Well, there's stuff I have to do this weekend. Specifically, watch the UFC pay-per-view on Saturday night. Watch the AEW pay-per-view Sunday night. But you know what I'm not doing, Alex? What's that? I'm not paying full price. Because I got NordVPN.com slash Fightful, the fastest VPN in the world, online threat protection, four additional months three, free, three great tiers to choose from, whether you want a pass, a VPN, a locker, or all three. And how about this, a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you're new and you want to try it out this weekend to get that UFC pay-per-view at one-sixth the price that what you would pay uh, in, in America, well, uh, you can do that with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. So think about this. You want to watch John Jones's big comeback fight. Biggest fight of the year, probably. You don't want to pay full price. The amount that you save by getting it via an overseas service with nordvpn.com slash fightful will more than cover the subscription in its entirety. So you're automatically making a good investment. You can also watch AEW pay-per-views through other means. And AEW without commercials on Wednesdays, thanks to uh, AEW+. through fight, there are a lot of great options with NordVPN.com/Fightful. You unlock a whole lot more content and you browse safely and securely when you're traveling. I do a lot of traveling and I want to make sure to protect my info, protect my connection with NordVPN.com/Fightful. All the world's greatest publications are talking about it from Huffington Post to BBC to Fightful, the beacon of journalism. NordVPN. Dot com slash a fightful. Darren Walker says people say punk made the locker room miserable. She should hear Jade's interview. She said he was very helpful to her in the women's locker room. Read Mark Ramondi's interview uh, or Mark Ramondi's ESPN article from May 27th. Hobbs, Caster, many others positive on punk. Okay. So let me paint a better picture here. People have different experiences. Dax and cash have very positive experiences. There are other people who didn't have great experiences. There are a lot of people who thought, why is he mad at Hangman Page? Hangman Page is pushing a pape. Like he's selling a pay-per-view here. There were a whole lot of people where they were completely fine with Punk until he got out there and undermined the entire existence of their company saying they had never done anything. Yep, The company was literally founded on the fact that specifically a few guys did in fact do something that one of the, the world's most prominent wrestling journalists said he didn't think was a reality. And Dave Mm -hmm. Meltzer's pretty, pretty plugged into that type of shit, I would say. And they, Cody said bet. Mm -hmm. So you can understand both sides of it to me. Here's the way that I put it. And I've talked to some very, some people whose opinions I really respect, within um within the company is that that nothing was said that one couldn't be fixed within an apology and saying we can make money from this Mm -hmm. uh we got Luis frantically frantically typing eddie kingston just quit aew in an interview on twitter probably a (laughs) work
1: because he's gonna be on roh (laughs) <laughs> yes, he's gonna be an ROH. He, he said Eddie Kingston ROH. just
0: Eddie Kingston just quit AEW. Thought he was an honorable yeah. man. Well, yeah, he did a, a segment yeah. where he, he said, he, "I'm not doing did... that dumbass ladder match."
1: Yeah, he's I'm not doing.
0: He's <laughs> do like, I think... ain't doing it.
1: I'm not letting that little guy walk all over the ropes and then jump on top of me. I'm leaving.
0: There you go. I got
1: business to do in ROH with Claudio. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing this stuff.
0: Well, he did do it. Uh, Jambeard also says every time a, do- a ring bell rings, Moxley bleeds. Uh, they did have the ladder match. And boy, let me tell you, I'm when people faux outrage over wrestler safety, I like to remind them these are professional wrestlers. Right. Like, especially when Chelsea and Deanna did the table spot from the top of the ladder to the outside. I'm like, guys, mm-hmm. Chelsea Green worked as a stunt woman. Yes. They know how to fall. Yes. There were several falls in this that made me go, oh, Mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking like, oh, my gosh, that's dangerous. They shouldn't do it. I'm talking like landing on the back of their heads type of stuff, like on the blue thunder bomb that I thought was beautiful. That scared me. Um, The action Andretti spot where he fell through the ladder and AR Fox completely missed it. Thank God Andretti was okay after that. I don't even know what the hell AR Fox was supposed to be doing. No. Amanda said ladder match was ultimate chaos. Love that Takesh's <coughs> ring gear matched Don Callis' coat. I didn't even realize that. That's funny. Uh, but Commander got introduced to uh, a whole new audience. Jordan says that that rope walk is going to get all the buzz, but Takeshita's thunder bomb was a thing of beauty and spot of mm-hmm. the match. I felt that this was nowhere near what I thought was like one of my favorite ladder matches. Like it, I'm glad it happened on Dynamite mm. though. Yep. Wouldn't have minded if it happened on Rampage, because you need people right. to show up for for, right. for that. They are doing it live, correct? As far as I know, yeah. Yeah. So I would I would have put something like this on that or or the battle royal, one mm-hmm. or the other. But also, I know that Tony is big on making the week of Dynamite right. be yes. behavior of equality. But I say, why not all of it? Why not monopolize yeah. the whole damn week and say Look at this big ass roster we have. Sure, everybody's here. Like everybody's right. doing it. Uh, this ladder match. What'd you think, man?
1: Uh, first of all, I was uh, I I I get it because it's part of a, a, an angle they're working. Uh, but Ortiz and Kingston literally checking out immediately and then never coming back. And they said like we had to separate them backstage. Okay, and then what? Like, can they draw straws for which one of them gets to come back and re-enter the match? Because it's for a big deal. Like, there's a there's a major stakes involved. Um, I, I don't know. Like, you could have run an angle for Eddie and Ortiz that led to Eddie saying, I quit AEW without putting them both in the ladder match. Uh, two other guys could have been in the ladder match, but I guess they didn't have room for those guys to do other things because there were enough people doing crazy shit. Um, uh, here's, here's one that I, that, that, that will always bug me, even though it's the perfect guy to do it. Cause he is crazy as he keeps telling us Sammy Guevara. You're the only one out there who has a friend who is helping yeah. you, who is not in the match. Everyone else is laid out rather than putting a dude on a ladder and climbing up to a very tall ladder and doing the Jeff Hardy Swanton. How about you put a ladder in the middle of the ring, have your friend defend you from other people, and then go get the big Sonic metal ring? Like, I don't know that those Be- kind of things. Beautiful take me out Swanton.
0: Of it. We got to oh, say beautiful gorgeous. Swanton. But gorgeous. what I would like, and again, a veteran was in my DM saying, like, Th- that they feel like somewhat responsible for the lack of psychology in ladder matches. And they're like, you know, I wish that when I did this one, this one, this one, that I would have applied some more psychology. Cause maybe that would have yeah. been a thing. Like give us a reason right? why that, that, that couldn't have happened. Right. Um, and why they got to take these people out. Meet Normus says sup partners. The ladder match for the Sonic ring was a hoot. Hobbs deserved to win. And anytime he interacted with Takeshita, I salivated. Uh, currently smoking chicken wings have a great show. Where did Eddie and Ortiz go? Well, Eddie went to quote unquote quit, mm-hmm. but uh, also I don't know how I feel about the Sonic ring. Like the thing has overplayed itself. Like it but Hobbs should have won. Hobbs has had such a yes. start stop thing. He was supposed to get a big push around all out after all out. Uh, it, it just never happened to the extended degree in which it was supposed to happen, Alex. And now I'm, it should yeah. happen.
1: I'm 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 a big fan of the AEW thing of hey, how about we have guys win in their hometown? How about yeah. we do that? How about we get a major pop from the crowd by doing that? Um Hobbs but Why not uh, have this match on the damn I listen, <sighs> uh, it, it 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 will there are, there's another match we are not getting on the on the revolution card that will boggle my mind forever, but maybe not more than Hobbs in a major swerving, match, like the Swerving Keith Lee, Swerving Keith Lee, yeah. I can't believe we're not. What getting the, that Why 1001? the hell didn't that happen? What are we gonna do? Wait till May? I, I guess. Um, the, I I can't believe that we have we don't have Hobbs somehow in a major match on that pay per view. Like that's a that's a big deal for him. I'm glad that he got it here. That's great. But I will say this: How Hobbs six one. 6'2, maybe? I mean, he's not he's not a particularly tall guy. Can we get a taller ladder for the 6'1, 280-pound man? So if you seen the video of him, he had to climb all the way and stand on the not the top step, the top of the ladder to bring down the yes. thing. And once he had it. He had no idea how to get off of that ladder. It was like it was it was like they didn't, the cameras didn't show it. Thank God. I and mean, he had the amazing moment afterwards when he finally did get down of him sitting in a chair and just watching Wardlow yes. powerbomb security dudes to get it. It was Samoa great. Joe. He was that just was sitting
0: great. there like, I love this. Go ahead. Destroy each other. And that's what we saw. Wardlow and Samoa Joe beat the brakes off of each other. Ah, uh, Christopher Hart says, "Can Hobbs cash in his chip at the pay-per-view?" I don't know.
1: It's they say he has a match next Wednesday in Sacramento for the TNT title to whoever wins Wardlow or Joe. I assume it'll be Wardlow. Um, I would love to see an extended thing between, like, yeah, you, you know what you're talking about. You've always said we always book something. Uh, Peter and the Chicken. Yeah, there's there's not a better Peter and the chicken than Wardlow and Hobbs. Those two dudes throw in everything they've got at each other and it's just bouncing off.
0: And like, like and that's the thing, like Hobbs can be such a great base for the wild shit that Wardlow can do, like show them backstage and Wardlow just comes flying out of the air with a swanton and just cracks into Hobbs mm-hmm. and they're fighting next to concessions. Perfect. Give me that. Revolution says not feeling this pay-per-view only really feel MJF Danielson uh, and the trios title match, but not enough to get me by. Where's Jade? Jade should be defending that title on Rampage this week All if she's time. not on the pay-per-view.
1: Yep, yeah. yeah. Like you, you say that that Tony Khan wants it to be um, a whole week of a pay-per-view should be something. Then every title should have a program or, or a major open challenge yeah. if you don't have time for a program on Dynamite or Rampage or the pre-show or 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 the pay-per-view. That, that's it. You know, like do one of those three things.
0: Chris Jericho defeated Peter Avalon. Then Yas attacks Starks. Arduit says, Who had pretty Peter Avalon beating the hell out of Jericho on the bingo sheet? Need more wingmen on my TV. I think like a lot of people scoff at Peter Avalon being on the show. I think he's Fantastic performer. Like, I think he's incredibly underrated as a performer. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you guys this even eight years ago, nine years ago, EC3 does not get nearly as over as he became on TNA TV without Peter Avalon, who then played yeah. Nor Furnham. He was an yeah. integral part of getting EC3 over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jambeard says on Jericho's entrance nameplate, they called him one <laughs> of two men. To win both the ROH and AEW world titles, Punk being the other one. They throw all kinds of wild, goofy shit on there, though. But, yeah, they do. Uh, Chris Jericho over Peter Avalon, Yas beating Stark SASS. First off, what'd you think of the match and the beatdown?
1: Well, it's the old, um, it's the old uh, Randy Savage, right? You you let the let the guy you're fighting get in all the offense. You hit one move and go home. Like it's yeah, <laughs> it's fine. Um,
0: I was fine Uh, with that too.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Um, And Stark's um, coming out to save Avalon knowing that Yas will be there, but he's not quick enough to to see them coming from behind him the second time. So uh, yeah, I mean, this'll be, this'll be, this'll be what it is at the pay-per-view. I just hope that it's the end of it and not, really the beginning of it like cuz there's a long yes. time between now and double or nothing if this doesn't end now it's going to end at the end of may and that's just too long to keep starks in one feud like i know jericho is the one of the top heels in the company and that's a big thing for for starks but like all of jericho's feuds feel like they drag on and on and on mm-hmm. and starks was white hot going into that match with mjf and since then, it feels like he's kind of like just another guy on the show. And I feel like they could do more with Ricky Starks right now.
0: Who do you see winning this match, Starks or Jericho? Um, Jericho Appreciation Society banned from ringside. I got Starks winning this.
1: I mean, I, I hope. Uh, here, you know, who, you, you know who's not banned from ringside? Floyd the Bat. Oh God. I, I, I. Jericho will. F- they, they've set up this thing of. There's no way Jericho can possibly cheat now. Ricky Starks will get a victory for sure, and then Jericho will find a way to cheat some other way, and sure. they'll win, and they'll they'll keep going with the feud. I think.
0: Uh, Moxley, Hangman, Page. We didn't make that prediction earlier. He got win that one. Moxley is their Hogan, but Hangman Moxley, but- is. Also, he's he's to me, he's the heart and soul of AEW.
1: Yes, and the st- I think the story is better if Hangman wins. Like, yeah, be- be- I think there is no man literally, it's funny that I say this because he bleeds all the time. There's no man more bulletproof in AEW than John Moxley. Yes. That man, that that man could take this loss and he it would not hurt him one bit. Hangman, the perception of hangman regardless of whether or not it's justified has gone down since he lost the title to punk. Like it's just, yeah. it, it. he hasn't felt like that guy anymore. It, and It I kind of like
0: felt like be. it kind of felt like he was the champ. And then when they signed punk, they're like, well, we'll see through this hangman program, but mm-hmm. punk's going to win that belt because we got him because yeah. we always heard. I mean, Tony, we didn't hear yeah. Tony told us the first yeah. like four AEW champions. He mm-hmm. knew who they were but he Mm -hmm. couldn't have possibly known Uh, who the next one was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also Samoa Joe Wardlow for the TNT title. Uh, I got Wardlow winning that.
1: Yes, I do too.
0: We've got the elite making their entrance and then getting beat down by the house of black. Allegedly. Maybe they just got laid down
1: and and handed their. their, Maybe
0: that's what they did, but the lights went out. It was kind of cool. Uh, We see House of Black with the titles. They do a promo afterwards. Mm -hmm. This is like AEW, especially when they are going into pay-per-view weeks, they lean into very simple storytelling and very like quick things. The main event segment was very quick. Mm -hmm. This was very quick. You saw the Hangman Moxley thing where they weren't in the same place. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of simple storytelling that they lean into. I dug this. Wish there was more of it to build the actual match.
1: Right. the the, the match is going to be fire, though. Like I've, I've, oh, I've really, be I, I, I really, it's going to be so. This yeah, so good, good chance it might be a match of the year. Oh, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and and here's what chance- I
0: guarantee: Rick Knox is going to ref that thing, It ain't a <laughs> goddamn rule to be enforced on that nope. day.
1: Mm-mm. Not at all. Um, I, I yeah, no way. It's gonna be it's gonna be really great. Um, I, I think there's no 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 chance of that not being great. Um, I I love House of Black in their in their spooky world, just laying down the belts one on top of the other and saying we'll see you on Sunday. Um, now what I need is I need Brandon Cutler wearing a GoPro, having to go into a dark room and try and find them for a BTE segment.
0: Oh man. <laughs> Uh, and I think we'll make our predictions in this too. I think House of Black should win this because yes, it, it first off it doesn't hurt the elite to lose no. this at all, and they need to play off that online buzz right. that was you know maybe conjured up by FightfulSelect.com mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. here's Kenny Omega's right. contract situation. Yeah. WWE very clearly is interested mm-hmm. in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he addressed that on sessions with Renee Paquette why not play off of it i have no problem with i don't have any problem with almost any title being hot potatoed because and i've mentioned this a few times before the cena one year reign we right. hadn't had that in a long time yeah. it was like diesel or something and like yeah. maybe some in ecw but since punk i could probably name off the top of my head between aew and wwe 20 to 25 year long title reigns. Right. It ain't rare anymore. So I'm Mm -hmm. okay. that People kind of trade it back and forth here and there under the right circumstance. Right. I think this would be the right circumstance, uh, right here. And also they need to develop that trios division instead of just being like trios feud. And now here's the next trios. Give me some damn undercard
1: here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I totally agree. I think House of Black should win. Um, you and I are both on record saying we wouldn't mind it if MJF lost on Saturday, then got it back, then lost Thank it again, you. then got it back because it would it would this year of terror would 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 feel more organic if occasionally he had a misstep along the way and got it back. He,
0: he doesn't have to lead the game for all nine innings as long as he no. wins it in the bottom of the ninth. That's right. That story right. can still be told.
1: However, I don't think that's what they're going to do. And if they're going to yeah. keep the top, the made to top title on MJF for a full year, maybe plus, um, then they have the opportunity to have all the other undercard titles, the tag titles, the trios titles, TNT, All Atlantic, all of them. You can you could use this time while you're doing one really long reign at the top. All the undercards can switch titles a bunch of times and get a lot of different guys reigns with the titles so you so so in 2024 we can have all these people come out and go he's a former tnt champion a former all-atlantic champion former trios champ all these people will be able to have that accolade because when you have a company that is so young you don't have that cachet for a lot of your roster because there hasn't been that lineage of people being around for that long so i think there's an opportunity to do that as long as you're not just doing it just to do it like, do the actual storylines, but I think it's a point of doing it.
0: And and with the Max thing, the way that I put it is, especially with the way they're booking him, like, for example, I love nothing more than the Cincinnati Bengals. But, like, I wasn't – the year that they got the number one draft pick, I wasn't, like, that hurt when they were losing. I was like, yeah, I suck this year. And the year after, it, it, when they lost a close game, I wasn't that heartbroken. But now that they're Super Bowl contenders mm-hmm. – when they show those signs of hope and then at the very last minute, right. mm-hmm. the Kansas city chiefs take it from them. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, to hell with them. I think that could really work for max where right. it looks like, Oh, he's not going to get to see this through. Right. And then last dynamite of the year, he wins it back. And he's like, see you later, bitches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that works. Anime Otaku says hope house a black win and get a program with a team with a woman to give Julia more to do. Maybe kingdom plus one. I mean, Julia is still getting their reps or her reps in mm-hmm. because she's inexperienced as well. Right. But I
1: agree. On, on dark. I, I be, her, her, her finish is so brutal that whatever that, 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 that submission hold is that is, that always looks so brutal when she does it on, uh, on dark or elevation. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing, getting to see her do more as part of, um of house of black for sure.
0: Christian cage promo talks about how he was ready to kind of just leave Jack Perry alone after he squashed him at all out. He was healing up. And then he heard Jack Perry say, you know, I want to win a singles title. And Christian says, no, you're you're not going to win a singles Mm -hmm. title. I am Mm -hmm. because you treat wrestling like a video game. I treat it like an ATM. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, you got Adam Cole saying, why not both? Why, why not? Why not? Let's stream this video game. We'll all make money. Yeah. Um, I I like that because Christian Cage is such a goddamn hypocrite. Yeah. Yeah. He is such a heel. He is a hypocrite, Alex. Yes. yes. Because he was the guy 22 years ago that people were swearing up and down was screwing up his career by doing ladder matches. And Mm -hmm. he was the guy that in a ladder match – nine years ago had his career ended yeah he was very much treating wrestling like a video game mm-hmm. and he lost like seven eight years of his career as a result of that then we cut to jack perry like digging this grave for christian cage <laughs> i don't know what's going on here uh, also just... christian cage missed the opportunity to say and that's a fact jack yes he didn't say that, would that. Good. he should have said that uh, what why is Jack Perry out here digging graves, digging holes and taking souls? Why? Uh,
1: I wish I wish there had been opening credits for this one. So we could have seen Jack Perry in a Darby Allen film. Yes. Um, because that's what it looked like it was a Darby Allen thing. What well, doesn't he do the one doing all those like short films? It's all really dark and and, and weird. Um, he he digs a grave, uh, he cries halfway through it. Finishes it's going like full
0: Aziz Ansari in season three of Masters of None. It's like he got all artsy fartsy on us. Yeah. We mm-hmm. liked what you were doing before,
1: Jack. Why yeah. are you digging graves, buddy? The grave has a gravestone, says Christian Cage. Uh, <laughs> I saw some people online who were sure this meant buried alive match. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, hope not. <laughs> I don't think so.
0: <laughs> I don't Although, think like, so. You know, Lucha Underground picked up the casket match thing and they made it a blast right like yes, it was yeah. fun oh, when, oh. when they did it i was
1: grave like, consequences match, really? was the name of yeah. that match that was great
0: Jay Beard says alex here's one better for you yas is banned clearing the path for an action andretti <laughs> heel turn i would love an action andretti heel turn
1: he needs
0: it right yes. now and
1: yes. he's v- brand new and the fact that he already needs a heel turn i mean the thing of it is is that it would be kind of cool if you found a way to double turn. I, I, I'm I, always going to figure out a way to fantasy book Danny Garcia out of there, but that's a double turn you could do. You could have, like, except for after tonight, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, they've been doing this thing with, like, Garcia kind of being upset by Sammy, Gazo- Gam- 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 Sammy Guevara's antics and a- Sammy always- Cesara. Gammy Gimmies- <laughs> Zor- <Andy>, Gimmies- <laughs> Cesara's antics. Uh, and it, it feels. Uh, like they might have been looking that way, but now I don't know. I mean, Andretti turning heel on Ricky Starks gives another guy to have singles matches with Ricky Starks while Jericho says, you'll never get another singles match with me until he has another one with him at double or nothing. So maybe, yeah.
0: Hook defeated Matt Hardy. Hook needs to be in the ring with people like Matt Hardy. Yes. Like this is an incredible use of Matt Hardy. I've really enjoyed the Ethan page stuff that they're doing where Ethan Mm -hmm. page is slowly being like, like he Ethan page is marking out over being around Matt Hardy. Right. And he started off being a dick to him. And now he's, he's kind of along for the ride. Like he's gained, Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's gained the affection of this guy that he secretly grew Mm -hmm. up watching. Mm -hmm. Something cool about this match. Hook defeated Matt Hardy in uh, 2000, at Backlash 2000. Matt Hardy took on Taz, along with some others, in a hardcore six-pack challenge. And in a WWF World Tag Title match later that year, the Hardy Boys defeated Raven and Taz. So Matt Hardy has wrestled both Taz and Hook now. Wow. I don't know if you all saw. Where I can't remember who it was that went up to LeBron and said, My dad played against you in the NBA. And LeBron Uh looked at him and he said, Why'd you just say that to me? (laughs) He's like, Why'd you just do that to me? (laughs) But uh Hook uh defeats Matt Hardy. We got Hook versus Stokely, which is the big news. Love that the FTW title was
1: on the line here. Again, sure. Throw it all at the wall this week, Alex. Yeah, do whatever you want. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, Stokely having to go to his happy place when he realizes he was gonna have to face Hook on a notice qualification match. Uh, I I I also love the 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 a good use of a fake cast, Got, like this. Got he used that twice tonight. Um, like let's let's figure out a way to use that as much as possible. Um, I, I think this will be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I, I this is this is a fine use of of the firm and Hook, good stuff.
0: Uh, A lot of you've been asking about updates on Jeff Hardy. Uh, It was revealed today that on the extreme life of Matt Hardy this week, John Alba and Matt Hardy were going to have like uh, a very open, honest discussion about Jeff Hardy, you know, maybe his future, a lot of things like that. I was told that John kind of pushes Matt on some of these things as well. So uh, this is going to be a very interesting conversation because it's almost like out of instinct. I hear that music and I go, Oh shit, Jeff. Like, almost in my head, right? So, a lot of people are wondering what's up with Jeff and and where they can learn more about that. Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. I actually uh, hosted an edition recently and asked Matt anything. It was an absolute blast. So, make sure you guys check that out. We always want to show love to to John and Matt and what they're doing over there. Orion Ben says, all Jack Perry needed was Johnny Cash playing. Mm -hmm. Well, instead, we get Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes and, you know, again... I'm glad they're they're having this on Rampage, but I'm sitting here going like, and I love Dustin Rhodes. Dustin Rhodes is one of my favorite sure. workers now, forever, period. Swerve is one of my favorite performers right now. But I'm like, why the hell is Keith Lee versus Swerve not on Revolution? I'll never, Or I'm, I don't. Or why didn't it headline tonight? Right. Or why didn't they say Revolution Rampage. This is the main event. One on one. All due respect to Dustin Rhodes. Love the guy personally, professionally, all that. Why the hell are we not doing this singles match, Alex?
1: Uh, you got me. Like, de- like Luis is so good at this. You might know off the top of your head, Sean. What was the What was the date of Keith Lee being uh, stomped with a cinder block? Like it, it's like in, it-, it was in December. You had – when that happened, I was like, man, one thing's for sure. The Keith Lee versus Swerve match at Revolution is already on the short list for best match of 2023 because there was no way they were – because this is the thing. I thought there was no way they could keep – like when Keith and Swerve were like, are we or are we not going to break up as a tag team for like two months? Yeah. I was like, they're just pushing this out so they can do the match at Revolution. The fact that they're still pushing it out now, like I I don't I don't get it. Like that 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 match to me was like the only reason you put Keith Lee and Swerve together as a tag team is a to give them their own with the belts, which they did. And ultimately, because you know one of them's gonna turn on the other, and then you have a singles feud to rule the upper mid-card as long as it's going on. And I don't know what they're doing here. Like you if you want to say, hey, we had to wait till we could put gold on swerve for Keith Lee to come back, fine, but you didn't do that in the meantime. Yeah. So, now, so now Keith Lee's here and they're gonna have their grudge match, but it's a grudge tag match co-starring Parker Boudreaux. On a rampage. Like, I I don't know. I just hope
0: I. I... No, I don't hope this happens because I want them to get a proper promoted singles match. But I'm like, I just hope that Dustin brawls Parker to the back or something. But no, I don't want that. No, because I I want them to have the the build they deserve because Swerve deserves this. Keith Lee deserves this. And Dustin absolutely deserves something. Parker. Now, Parker's there. Parker don't deserve shit. Parker's no. still earning his stripes. He ain't good. He's got no right. buzz. Right. Swerve's trying. Swerve yeah. said it in an interview. He's like, he's like, I hate that they they brought him in, and everybody was like Lesnar, 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 and he now knows the negativity associated with that. But yeah, the Amish electrician says, "Give me Stokely Rowdy talk show segment, please. I, I would love a Stokely talk show segment." Mm-hmm. But instead what we got was a Jamie and Britt interview which led to Big Money Reho defeating Tony Storm now loathed the finish
1: oh jesus
0: for a number of reasons one the pin looked looked Awful. bad bad yep um and i i understand what they were going for because reho is smaller when you do that roll up you roll your entire body weight over onto the legs if executed <coughs> the right way it would have been great, but that's not the way that it was. Right. So, uh, that's a bummer. And the
1: distraction nature of it. Eh.
0: Yeah. How'd you feel about this?
1: Um, I mean, part of the match was fine, but I, I, I don't know. Like, it, it's weird to have Rio come back and have it be this. Like she gets the win. That's good. But like, um, Tony being so incensed at, a, at the presence of a person on the apron that she has to be that stupid to get rolled up. I just I, I always feel like it makes the person who gets rolled up look so dumb. And uh, especially when the roll up isn't isn't clean for whatever reason, uh, it just makes it makes it look bad. And um, then the post match stuff where it was just like Jamie and Soraya beating the hell out of each other in the ring. And Ruby comes down to make the save question mark, because she just comes down to punch Soraya in the face and then punch Jamie in the face, which causes her to get beat down by Jamie and Soraya at the same time. She could have come out on the ramp and just watched them kick the shit out of each other and laugh. I don't understand why she was so odd.
0: Uh, Ruby Soho interview with Grapsity on Saturday. I've like, By the way, thank you to NordVPN.com slash Fightful, who have allowed us to double and triple up our interviews of late. Uh, Please support them, but a lot of great stuff there, but we see Soraya, Jamie, Ruby, all at it. Who you got winning this Sunday? I Honestly, listen, I love Jamie as champion. I do. So I don't necessarily want to see that end. I'm not going to be upset if I see Ruby end up taking the title, even for a brief amount of time, but jamie is one that i'm like she is her she's a champ right
1: um i think considering the build they've got going this is obviously leading to a a major faction versus faction thing perhaps culminating in a, a blood and guts match i think it's probably prudent to keep the title on jamie if you if you're going that way but I'm rooting for Ruby the whole way through. I I, I I, really want her to win. I just don't know that that's the way they're going to go. I, I I would probably, if you asked me to predict, I would predict Soraya, which I think is a major misstep. I think that's probably the, they, they, they might have Ruby in there to take the pin from Soraya, protecting sure. Jamie, and further screwing over Ruby, who is my fave.
0: And so. Jack Perry, Christian, we didn't make our picks there. Um, kind. Of- I think, think Christian should win.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I, I kind of feel like they need to move on. The, yeah. The, think like, the, the it was artificially extended this, this whole thing because the Christian injury. was injured, but I think it's, I think it, it's past time for it to be over now. Jack winning because we see Luchasaurus for the first time who comes out and Christian thinks he's there to help him, but actually he's had a a change of heart. And he knows where he, where he actually should be aligned to his, his best friend, jungle boy. And that's how the match ends with, with junk with Christian about to do the concerto. And here comes Luchasaurus and Luchasaurus is going to help out him, but no, he's not. He's going to help. He's going to help out, uh, his, his buddy Jack.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, but, uh, I think that, yeah, I don't know. Has it been officially announced? I see it on the revolution card, but I don't think it isn't, has been announced. Uh, Eloquent says prediction. Brit finally turns on Jamie. Yeah, but I don't know where you go from there. Like, I feel like the timing on that.
1: They can't happen now because of the whole originals versus imports thing they've got going on. Like you have to figure out a way to create nice little neat factions along those lines. Otherwise it kind of falls apart.
0: Well, if you don't want to fall apart, check out our friends at athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Right now, when you use athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, not only do you get that 90-day money-back guarantee, you get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free travel packs. Athletic Greens, AG1, you can get it in uh, the big bag where you can just scoop it in, or you can get the travel packs that you uh, pour right into your water. uh, Eight ounces couple drinks you're good to go for a day it's a blend of nine products a multivitamin minerals probiotics adaptogens and more they work together to deliver your strongest foundation for a better health you want to be drinking your multivitamin it absorbs way better and ag1 has 75 vitamins minerals and whole food source ingredients in one convenient daily serving one scoop eight ounces of water it's all you need it fills a lot of those nutrient gaps and helps, helps you avoid having to use a lot more supplements. AG1, check out all the wonderful stuff in there. There's 60 servings of AG1 across two packages. They have a great value on that now where you can save just a, an incredible amount. You end up paying $2.48 per serving, and then you get the athleticgreens.com slash deal there. And uh, that's got you covered for all of your supplement needs. Gluten-free, no eggs, nut-free, No sugar added. You can head over to athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Check out their great reviews. Get digestive support. Get that phytonutrient blend. Those pre and probiotics to help your immunity and that energy and metabolic support. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. I personally don't think that Baron Black would have ever won his first AEW match unless he took athleticgreens.com slash Fightful like he told me that he did broadway joe says man i think back to that spot that keith had with brock at the rumble thought he was going to run the world here's hoping my man gets some shine soon so in that interview with Grapsity, he talks about his meeting with vince mcmahon that will be up early for fightfulselect.com subscribers on thursday so in addition to all the the exclusive news and the podcast we give you early notes from his podcast he goes into detail about vince calling a meeting to really hammer home that he needed the Bearcat gimmick during the main event of a Raw. Left the headset to do it. Um, Lots of great stuff there. Johnny Hirschman says, it can happen at the pay-per-view, have a brawl at the end of the match where either Tony or one of them call for a match, maybe Swerve loses, Ego gets him. I feel like they deserve to have a match promoted. Like they deserve to have talking segments and all that.
1: Yeah, I mean and and I mean like I guess I guess the next big big show is uh, they don't uh, is there like a maybe there's a you know what it might be? I mean maybe if they can if they could do it that quickly, St. Patrick's Day Slam or whatever it is, that particular thing they always do one around that time uh is there a, is there a big one in April they do that they call something if it's like a, a named dynamite special, maybe they can anchor that around yes. it? Maybe something like that, but like these two guys are, this was something I was waiting for for months going back to the early fall. I was waiting for it and we just never haven't gotten it yet.
0: Broadway Joe uh, says the original outsider story. The third man was the insider Hogan, I guess they could yep. go that route with Brit. If they don't got Mercedes already, well, they don't have Mercedes already. Uh, mm-hmm. But Hogan was sort of an insider. He, yeah. when you thought of that WWF logo, you thought of right. Hulk Hogan. Sure. And that was what this was, was WWF versus that. Um, you you still got Ruby. You don't know where she fits in. Cause like, why would she want to side with the outsiders? She got fired by that place. Right. right. Tony left of her own volition. Uh, Soraya had options to stay there. So there's a little bit more to that story. Yeah. Reminder, guys, get in your super chats and Humper chats. We have the Casino Tag Royale. So Mark Davis said after the match on Twitter, (coughs) F these
1: rumbles.
0: (laughs) That was in reference to FTR not being there. FTR Dax had posted the Dennis stamp from beyond the mat of him jumping on trampoline with the weights because he wasn't booked. Bake05 says, FTR done with AEW? Top guys out to WDB? I think they're going to hang around there. I think that Dax is a super worker. I think he's very good at getting people in their emotions, myself included. I think he's very good at, I don't want to say manipulating, because I don't want to make him seem like he's a bad person, because he's not a bad person. He's a wonderful dude. But he's good at manipulating your emotions from a pro wrestling standpoint, whether it be in the ring, on the microphone, on social media, on his podcast. He's very, very good at doing that on his podcast. Um, I think he's exceptional at that. And I feel like they probably should have had somebody better as a Joker.
1: It's a casino tag royale. What the hell? Were they even the Joker? They were announced in the match. The, the last if, one to come, right? So if, yeah. And if not, why the hell even announce them? That's the thing is that like, it's a casino battle Royal, which yeah, to, if you've been paying sorry attention to, cut you off.
0: to be yeah. fair, if they were the jokers,
1: I would also have been disappointed with that. Right, right, right. Um, A casino battle Royal has the Joker. Like if it's the uh, singles or a tag, there's always been, The part of the casino thing is that there's the Joker at the end that comes in last that we don't know. It's a built-in surprise, right? Somebody who hasn't been announced that comes in last. That's what a casino battle royal... That's part of what makes one a casino battle royal. I think that everyone who's a major AEW fan who's been watching, been waiting for this match because they assumed, A... There would be a joker, and B, it would probably be FTR. And if it wasn't FTR, it might be something like Sting and Darby or something. It would, would be something Sting and that, Darby, yeah. Like something big like that. That there wasn't at all a joker, and that everybody who was has announced was in it, except for Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy replacing best friends, was which was announced earlier in the night. But that's not a surprise anymore because you already told us that's what's happening. So, I mean, like I, I don't I don't know what I if FTR is sticking around good, but like if they're not, the reason the revival left WWE was not because of how they were being booked, or they were being treated, or they were being presented. It was how the whole tag team division was being treated and presented. If FTR were to leave AEW, I I would assume it would be for the same reason. If you look at it's a revolution, you got four pay-per-views in a year. And and in this one you have two ass boys, two geriatric TNA rejects. And although I love the guy, Dan Housen is a vampire clown who really doesn't wrestle. Like he he's fun and I, I love watching him. I, but I think like, people
0: are gonna find out how good he is this weekend.
1: I, I hope that they do that because they haven't yet. He's been a comedy thing who curses people and then gets thrown over the top rope. I <laughs> yeah. you know what I you know what I want. I want somehow this whole thing to devolve where it's just the meat of the match is just Anthony Bowens versus Orange Cassidy. Everyone else is laid out on the outside, and just those two excellent workers fighting each other. That's that's what I would prefer, but I know I'm not gonna get that. This to me feels like a when you have all of that talent in that, in that tag division, it feels like this was booked as a rib. It just feels very odd to me.
0: Christopher Hart says he kind of doesn't understand the uproar over the Battle Royal when the fu- uh, finish was obviously set up last week. I, I don't know if it was yeah, necessarily. At, and Obviously. And but, you have conditioned people to be like, who's the Joker? No, granted, the Joker? the Joker has been Brian Cage. It's been Leo Rush. You know, it's been some people that aren't like major, major names. but
1: But it doesn't have to be that. It just has to be somebody we weren't expecting. And you literally put everybody that we were respecting in the match. That's all.
0: Also, this match was rough as hell. This is sloppy as all hell. Rough rough as hell. I love about a Royal, but damn. Yeah. Amish electrician says corned beef and cabbages match at St. Pat's slam. (laughs) Well, the main event segment, I would consider that very effective. Mm -hmm. Um, So last week we had, Reported, like, hey, the MJF promo that he cut was rooted in realism. He and his fiance split up. Mm-hmm. So, Brian Danielson is out cutting his promo, and there's not a lot of time left in the show, but he's out there with Renee, and you got MJF interrupting. And this was just, it was just fantastic in that Brian Danielson didn't let one of the best talkers in wrestling talk. True. And then he ethered MJF. He said, you know what? I don't blame your fiance for leaving you. And my immediate reaction was, damn, Danielson? Yeah. Like, (laughs) shit, dude. Yeah." Then he says, you better bring it. Because otherwise, you're going to get your fucking head kicked in. Yep. Which is, you know, one of the things he used to say a lot of people were hitting me up. Oh, how can, why can he say that on cable? He can't say that on cable. They knew the line was coming. Yes, you can say whatever you want on cable, as long as the network is okay with it. Um, They censored it. Uh, Everybody knew it was coming. You're good to go. They, they edited it. You know, they have to, they're beholden to their sponsors. And MJF is just left there with no time left in the show. When he walks away, seething, still showing off the wounds from last week when he got cracked last week. Yep. Um, what'd you think of this main event promo?
1: Um, I uh, I thought this was really great by Danielson. Uh, it is it is a choice to to go home without your, you know, what is hey, you know. For whatever reason, uh in, in a lot of the eyes of a lot of people, uh people think the best talker winning awards in 2022 for best talker, best promo, all this kind of stuff, uh that that MJF is getting to say no, we're actively saying you're not allowed to say one word in on the go home uh, segment for your match. Uh I think it was effective, but it is it is a choice. Um, I think that uh I, I really I appreciated it wasn't just like you deserve to be you deserve to be alone and no one should love you, <laughs> yeah. but him saying like what is it you say pin and shoulders to mats and banging rats, I mean that's not somebody I'd want my daughter marrying. Like, hey, you know what? Like your persona of the dude who does all this stuff. You know what I mean? Like perhaps that in the in the eyes of some might have come back to bite you in the ass if so, if if maybe yeah. if maybe what you are saying that you do you actually do and got caught by your fiance maybe that's the re- I don't know but like that's but that's that's what danielson is insinuating fine i thought it was all very, very well to get but i also it's it's uh, mjf being cut off he doesn't get cut off he he doesn't that's not something that happens to him because people are waiting to hear what he has to say all the time So him being just absolutely run down by Danielson and having no response, it's, again, a choice. But MJF, the way he reacted is another choice leading into this match. I think we're going to see the story of the match being built around him being um, basically just shut down entirely in this go home segment is going to lead into the story of this match on, on Sunday.
0: Uh, Arduit says no complaints. I think my Humper chat got missed. We picked it back up, said the TNT ladder match was wild. Hobbs getting the win was absolutely the right call talking about their sirloin beef sons of bitches. I always love sirloin beef sons of bitches, uh, matches where, where or sirloin beef sons of bitches. Winning ladder matches. Yeah. I I love that.
1: I didn't get, I didn't talk about this during we're talking about that that match. I believe Hobbs, if Wardlow wins on, on sun on Sunday, I believe Hobbs should be the guy to take the title off of Wardlow. And then I think that there's a really great feud in there with Takeshita and Hobbs. Those, those guys would work really well together. (laughs) That would be excellent. I'd like to see that.
0: Uh, guys get in your super chats, get in your humper chats, headed down the home stretch, Uh tag team title match. Who do you have winning that?
1: The guns, right? Like with that foursome, like it's gotta be the guns retaining, which. Uh, okay. Which
0: originally looked like it was a short term thing. And now it's yeah. Like, oh, I think it's the guns as well. I think MJF's beating Brian Danielson. I think this, yes. I think him beating Brian Danielson in a 60 minute Iron Man match is one of the, it's, it's the Jericho beating The Rock and Austin in the same mm-hmm. night type of bragging mm-hmm. thing, but in AEW he can say, "I out Iron manned this right. guy." Yeah. Uh, MORG says thank you again, Alex, for your amazing performances during the reads. Which match at Revolution do you think will be match of the night? I, I think it's
1: I, go ahead. Go ahead. You, Elite you know, House of Black for me. Elite House of Black for, for, it will will be the best. Match of the night, I think. I will love I will love that match. I think the match that I will uh come away from the night going damn, I'm gonna remember that one for a long time is Mox and Hangman. I think that yeah. they have done such a great job creating those two characters and that very, very, very personal rivalry. Like tonight, but Moxley like busted open by hangman <laughs> yeah. on the like dribbling boysenberry syrup down his face and 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 saying like you're a you're a, you're a great wrestler you're a great you are a great champion you're even a great man i'm going to kick the shit out of you like that kind of anger like being able to being able to acknowledge your opponent you're a great man i can't wait to kick the shit out of you is a that's a grudge match like like i hate you even though i know you're a good man that's really good stuff that that match is going to be some really great storytelling within it Class
0: Thoreau says, Fightful Report, VKM, booking the AEW Tag Division. (laughs) Funny joke, not true, but Fightful Fightful will have news on Keith Lee's meeting with Vince McMahon on uh, Select tomorrow. We will have Ask Grapsity on Thursday, and I'll have the update on the status of several injured and out-of-action AEW wrestlers. It's looking like Thursday I'll have that unless something big breaks and then I push it back, FightfulSelect.com. Uh, Irene says both the elite and FTR stands have Cody PTSD and think there's signs that the, uh, that neither group is reciting punk returning or not is in the middle of it all. There are, but I mean, I can tell you there are people in WWE that at the at points were like, well, thank God he signed there instead of here type of thing. And then there's right. some people it's so funny, Alex. Cause I remember when I got the Cody news, um, people in aew were like well it depends on who you talk to if it's good or bad news then i talked to people in WWE, and everybody was excited that he came in a change yep. of scenery changes a lot of things yep Mark says i know it's not worth reading into because obviously there's no way they're doing anything with the rock but why is daniel garcia suddenly doing you doing uranagis <laughs> in a very rock bottom way it was the only real move he hit tonight and i think he did it three times <laughs> Because it's the it's the Jericho Appreciation Society. they are these sports entertainers. Yes, but also I say, why the hell hasn't anybody
1: done them like the
0: Rock? No, I They're know. very good. In fact, why doesn't
1: Roman Reigns do them all the be. time? That should be a thing that he does. I, I he somebody tweeted at him, "Hey, that's a cool new Rock Bottomish type move. Do you have a name for it?" And Daniel Garcia recorded re- it and said, "Rock Bottom." Like he said, that's what he's going to cost the rock bottom. Yeah. <laughs> it's rock bottom.
0: Meet Normus says, can't get the image of FTR shaving their backs during the Uso's feud out of my head. FTR versus punk elite smells like money. I smell like hickory smoke. Well, I would love to smell like hickory smoke, but, um, yeah, our grill wasn't clean enough after, after the season. So our pizzas oh. burned, uh, today. I was oh, not happy about that. That's not good. <sighs> Arduet says, shout out to Reg and Kate's new show. I'm hyped for it. So I'll give you guys a little, a preview. We're going to see how this works. If, you know, if it does well, we'll keep it. If not, we're probably going to figure out something else. We might find a way to roll it into the impact show where hour one is ROH, hour two is impact. We don't know how that's going to work yet. Uh, but if you support it, we'll keep it around. I feel like now's a good time to announce it's not coming out for a while, but uh, I did like the first interview period ever with Nick Comoroto of the factory. And I know you haven't seen him on dynamite much lately, but he and I got to talking after we sort of shared our experiences about ADHD. And uh, I believe it's QT Marshall of all people said, you guys should talk and he should share your story, which he hasn't shared with anybody ever period. So I've started to work on that. It's going to be my newest long form piece. If you guys haven't seen some of the other stuff I've done, I've done three inside the Royal rumbles. I was the first person to interview Muhammad Hassan after like he was gone for 10 years. I uh, did a lot of the source material you ended up seeing on YouTube videos and Dark Side of the Ring for Brawl for All came from a piece that I did uh, on that years ago. Done a lot of those in the past. Did one on Casey Navarro last year. This one's going to be a lot of fun, but it's going to be specifically it's going to be one on one. Me and Nick Comoroto talking about that and people that, that have children with ADHD, family members with ADHD have it themselves. You're going to see the contrast there because I've, I've lived this my whole life. And he and I found out that like our benefits and detriments were just completely opposite. What I excelled huh. in, he didn't and vice versa. So uh, I'm very excited to work on that. It's something that's going to be very important to me. And uh, it'll be Nick's first interview that he has ever done publicly. I encourage you guys to check that out when it's out. You'll get it early on Fightful Select. Uh, But Alex, I saved this one for the last. Uh, G bro says, how does the lender feel about sirloin beef? It's my second favorite
1: kind of meat. (laughs) <laughs> uh,
0: these bits have have made their way over here now yeah they
1: have they? listen i this and i i didn't they, they paid money for it man
0: they did pay money for it so uh as i'm trying to work my way in this stream yard studio my screen is zoomed in i can't hit the end broadcast button alex
1: no, seriously
0: i've worked myself into a shoot here i got no way to do it let me oh, see. Terrible. Let me see if I can figure this out. People are just, just hanging out. I have somehow zoomed it in or, okay. or done something to change uh, this. Like, I I don't know how to do it. Actually, well, I could probably I, just I open I, up a new I guess you I mean, could, I could, but I mean I feel it. I guess lazy. I
1: could do it. Yeah, I mean you, I feel you know.
0: lazy doing that, man. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go over here. I'm gonna kill some time. People are a little behind <laughs> the scenes here. I'm gonna see what I can do. Can I open it up in a new window? (laughs) Could you? Yeah, I can't either either way guys
1: until next time we're out.